talk about is um I don't know if you guys have noticed there's been an influx in um slave based media um, big time so there's like a lot of um movies about slavery a lot of television shows about slavery um people are doing a lot more marching and this that and the other about reparations <laughs> and, and this I, that I, that's what the marching will never stop but <laughs> I mean. Bro, I, I, you know what and the thing is it's, it's one of those things where um it, if you're talking about it as a black man um if you're talking about it in a negative light you can be seen as taboo yeah as a, some type of way they're, they're gonna say oh you know we're marching for you uh, or, or your ancestors this, that, and the other thing, so going against it um you're you're, you're with the enemy uh, so to speak but my whole thought process is um uh, first of all let's talk about the marching where <laughs> where are you marching to and uh, what's your purpose but that's, it's that's always crazy. it's that's always been a question to me because i'd be like we've been marching since whenever and nothing's Whoa. changed we still marching today ain't nothing gonna change so why are we marching? We might as well just stay at home and just chill out. You know what I mean? Like, cause they ain't, they ain't... <laughs> right away. <laughs> you know what I mean, because <laughs> uh, you, you, that's that's the truth. Like, uh, um, what do you call it? When um, I don't even remember what it was, but there was a march that went on, and everyone was putting on Facebook. Oh, we need to march, blah blah. And I remember we was at a, a family event or something like that, and someone was saying it, and I said, "Yeah, but where are you marching to? And what? Oh, we're gonna march into the center, um, uh, central London, and we're gonna." To, um, talk about what we need to be done and this and, and I was like, yeah, but who are you talking to? <laughs> oh yeah, everyone who's gathered there. And it's like the people who are in charge. How about you march to them? Like if you've got a problem with finances, march to the bank. If you've got a problem with immigration, <laughs> march to the home office, and then talk to those people. Like what? Well, what's the point? Just marching for no reason, and they're going to stand somewhere and talk about the problems that everybody else in the march is facing to the people in the in the march. What's the point? I think a lot of of times black people tend to really sort of make a decision and then they think about, you know, the reason why they're doing it, to be honest. Uh, Because everything's, everything's, I think we all react on emotion. So in that moment, you know, you're thinking, I've got to make a point, I've got to make a point. But, you know, you don't really, you don't really sort of plan it in a strategic way. You just sort of go ahead with it. And then when you actually realise you're not actually reached the people you want to talk to, that's when you think, hang on a minute, (laughs) you know, what, what was the point of that? You know what I mean? That's it, that's it, that's it. So that's it. Like literally I've been sitting here constantly whenever these things occur, I'm always thinking to myself, nah, that's that's not the way forward, man. And I and I'm one of those people who likes to do something constructive yeah. which will give an outcome. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there, there needs to be if you're gonna do something, let's see that there has to be like some sort of end point where you're like, Okay, you know what, I've done this for long enough. This is the result of it. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, in, in terms of like, yeah, yeah, in terms of the, the outcome, Stephen. I mean, do you think that the yeah. marches are actually working, though? Do you think that there should be something maybe different to really sort of make that point? Do you know what? I think marches create awareness. Okay. But then I think <clears throat> if you understand that marches create awareness, you won't be marching for change, as so to speak. Do you know what I mean? It's creating awareness among, and when I say awareness, I feel like it creates awareness within our demographic. So if something, an injustice has occurred, you march so that everybody is aware that this injustice has occurred. Once that's occurred, then you can then look to see, okay, what can we do? Now we've got a a body of people, we've made everybody aware of this situation, what do we do next? But if you're marching for change, you have to actually direct that march to a point. Like you have to go to somewhere or you have to shut down a place or something like, like something deep has to happen. So that the people who are in charge are going to look and say, oh, do you know what? When these guys gather in numbers, 
it's happened. Yeah. So yeah. we need to we need to make sure another one of these marches doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, marching yeah. for awareness <coughs> and marching for change, two different things. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I fully hear yeah. you. I fully, yeah, fully yeah, hear you. It's kind of weird though, because remember, like, there was a, I think there was a march for the, remember the riots in 2011? You know, I was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was literally, yeah, yeah. I was right there yeah. in the thick of things, yeah. and um, yeah. yeah, like initially it started off as something which they wanted to be peaceful, and usually mm-hmm. that's how these things kind of start out. But we all know that's not how it ends. Saying a few police fans there as well, you know, <laughs> and um, cool. you know, the Akala, the, um, the urban mm. artist, or forgive me for saying urban, let's just call him an artist, yeah. and um, he was there trying to keep things you know check and balances try and keep things sturdy and Oof. the police um weren't coming out to hear nothing from nobody and then that's where yeah. tempers fled and got to a point where you know things started to move you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, police... well, that's the thing they, people won't be people won't be killing black guys too quickly in uh in london anytime well not even in london in the uk because that was anarchy like yeah, things would be a burnt out, yeah, shots would yeah. be robbed left, right, like it was shut down from London to Manchester, Liverpool, everywhere. I think, I think was that's probably an example of, of a march going wrong, really. Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think it's probably because I think you know that's something that really escalated very, very quickly, and you know we're supposed Correct. to to make a point about you know someone being murdered, um, you know, for not the right reasons. But I think yeah. sometimes when you when you get a, a big group of people together, you know, as you said, mm-hmm. you know, tempers, you know, were raised and the police weren't really mm-hmm. coming out, which increased frustration. And, you know, the next thing on their mind is, okay, how, how else can we make an impact there? We've tried to talk, yeah. or nobody's talking. So what else can we do, you know, yeah. to get their attention? Um, I don't know, Tim, do you feel, do you feel as if, because for me personally, I've looked at things and I think that there's a massive stereotype on, on black people in London, to be honest. Um, okay. Do you feel as if, when it comes to these marches and, you know, these sort of, uh, these rights you feel as if people look at us in a different way I mean people can do it peacefully but when we're associated with it do you feel as if people automatically feel as if oh there's going to be trouble here um, well to be honest with you I think uh, people associate groups of black people yeah. in, in, in any more than one um, as, as, as a chance for problems you know right, I mean? like, right right me, me, me and my friends could just be trying to go into a bar in Shoreditch and we'll be let off we won't be allowed in just because there's more than two of us in a group so mm. if you've got a hundred or more in a group that's uh, let's get the riot gear on and start shooting tear gas um, <laughs> so that's the thing I, so that's, what, that's exactly what I'm trying to say like if you're if you're going to march to central London um, to, to um, uh, for a purpose Unless, like I said, unless you're trying to actually create awareness and drum up supporters so that you can get a petition signed or something else mm. like that, a march is just going to cause anarchy. It's just going to get people to, um, what do you call it? People start jumping on bandwagon, taking advantage of this. Politicians are probably going to see this and say, oh, yeah, you see what happened when this march happened. So, yeah, like yeah. you said, it then turns into a negative, even if you had positive thoughts in the first place, mm. because of the stereotypes that have probably been put into place there's obviously going to be opportunity where the vultures can look in and say, oh, do you know what? We knew this was going to happen because whenever they gather together, it always turns into X, Y, and Z. Do you know what I mean? So if you was going to organise a march, how would you go about doing it? And what, what would you put in place? How would your march be any different? Okay, first of all, if I was going to organise a march, I wouldn't. But don't worry about that. <laughs> Talking about if I would. Um, but the first, of, first of all, the first thing that I'd question is, what, 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 what am I trying to communicate? What am I, am I, Am I trying to get a response from somebody? Am I trying to let people know something? 
And um, once that's understood, then the march can truly be constructed. It's like, okay, cool, sending out posts on Facebook. I'm going to tell people maybe to march to this place. Like, if it's something to do with borough, I'll tell maybe a group of people to march to Lewisham Council or a group of people to march to maybe Greenwich Council. And it's like, we'll be strategic with it. Or mm. if it's something where I think it's like um, a, a London-based problem, then maybe I'll say, all right, you know what we're going to do? We're going to start Lewisham Way and we're going to walk through the road and we're going to block traffic. And that's going to send a message to um, TFL that they need to fill out their buses. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, there'll be something logical. There'll be something logical. Like, when, people, when, when people actually see this march, they instantly get it. They're like, oh, do you know what? That actually makes sense. Not, oh, yeah, they marched and then what happened? <laughs> or they marched and then what? Because, bug, all these marches that have occurred, what? What happened? We're still here. I mean, are there any sort of marches that you've been involved in that you, you think have gone well or gone badly? Not, bro. I, I, and this is the thing with the um, with uh, what I was, and this is the main point I was initially getting onto. Like the same way with when people are telling me, "Oh, yeah, you should watch these slavery films and and this, that, and the other," and oh, this was a really good movie and blah blah. I don't watch these slavery films. I don't go to these marches. Number one, I don't feel there's any. I don't think I've seen. Uh, March, which actually has direction like that. Mm. I think the only one I did see was um, one about a, a cereal shop that had opened in Shoreditch or something like that. And these people marched to the shop and started pelting it with tomatoes and eggs. But these were white dons. So, you know, they we don't like this shop or whatever it was. Yeah. And they went, and started, they went to the shop and did what they had to do. And I don't even think that shop is still here anymore. Like, I wouldn't obviously go and pelt the spot, of course, because I'd be arrested on site. But <laughs> my point is, like that's that that's the the epitome of um, utilizing a march to stand up for something you don't agree with. I think but something was happening in that shop and they didn't like it or whatever it was. Yeah. But um, as as the same with the um, with the slavery thing, I don't I haven't watched Twelve Years of Slave. Um, I think the last slave film I watched was Django, and yeah, I loved same, it. Same, and same. And that, that was the last slave film same. I watched. It was Django, and I've seen there's been shows on BBC. Um, that I've cut, something came on the other day called Last Song, and before that, um, another one, and obviously Roots, and them lot have been knocking around to that and the other. And my whole thought process behind this whole thing is, why, why are we only focusing on this period of time, these last 300, 400 years? That's all anybody wants to talk about. You get the odd vid film of, um, what's that film with Taraji P. Henderson and this um, oh, the space astronaut. astronauts and yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it they, the, the first the lady who created done the spacecraft or whatever it was and something figures public figures um, or like that oh no what is it um, let me pull it up right now Taraji Hid, is it hidden figures hidden figures hidden yeah hidden figures, figures. Yeah. brilliant so that's that's the levels bro like that's the even though there is probably levels of um uh, suppression in there because you know it's a bunch of um, white people uh, saying oh yeah you guys can't do this or we can't give you the, uh, the acclaim that you deserve mm. but it's actually showing to the younger generation and to people who may not have known that black people do actually accomplish great things and yeah. we do we just don't get told about it instead we get broadcast with all these nonsense that always occurs left right and centre do you, you, know do, do, I mean? do you think it's like some sort of agenda behind it because uh, 100% you, you totally think that yeah 100% bro the, the way that the film um, the film industry works there's producers they look at scripts oh yeah you know what I like the sound of that script let's produce this film they go and look for a director oh you know what this is to do with black people let's put this young black guy on there and say we're doing something sweet 
nice. He gets a claim, nice. Okay, we've done a little side for the black dog. But there was probably about 35 other scripts in there that were probably talking about Mansa Musa, the richest man to ever live, black guy, probably talking about ancient Sumerian tribes, um, probably talking about um, different tribes within Africa who were trying to fight back against um, uh, the colonizers. Yeah. It's probably all these different scripts that if, if they were made films, all these youngsters, the same way they got gassed about Black Panther, yeah, would get yeah, gassed true. about these movies. And yeah. they ain't coming out because they ain't trying to hear the next man getting too excited or thinking that he can do something spectacular. You think if, we're, if, if we were showcased about five different inventors who were black, who had created stuff in, the, in, the, in, um, in our world today, it wouldn't inspire a generation to think that they also have the potential to create things. No, it, it, no, it definitely would. Because, I mean, you'd have a totally different outlook on what you as Whoa. a people do. You know what I mean? Whoa. Like it'll be, I mean, cause you know, what's crazy. It's interesting you say that because mm. when I, when I deep, like what's just going on around me, I look mm. at and see, okay, so us as black people, um, we either excel in accountancy because your parents tell you, you have to be an accountant, <laughs> uh, yeah. you're a doctor cause they tell you that, or you're a nurse. Okay. So yeah. if you are not academically or there, then you miss out on those three. Fine. So what do you go and do? You go and become a mechanic. Um, okay. If you don't do mechanic, maybe you do some sort of catering. You know what I mean? Mm. So you're into the food. Um, mm. If not that, then you a uh, salon or a barber. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. then right down at the bottom of the food chain, you're a cleaner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if you want to be maybe somewhere between, like above the cleaner and beneath, let's say, someone who is a... I would say uh, not a business owner because, you know, businesses tend to run themselves, but it's self-employed. Entrepreneur um, yeah. type of Yeah, sort like of it'll be more right. self-employed, yeah. yeah, I mean, than you would say that you work in retail. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. minus that, very few and far between do you have, let's say, the city boys. Yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. the you know, the yeah. black people which have made it in the city. You don't, there's no, like, we're there, but you don't know we're there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, hidden figures all over again. You know what I mean? And, and I think that kind of stuff kind of definitely limits one's mindset because when they're in school, instead of thinking, you know what, like for example, in the hidden figures uh, movie, you see how brilliant you have to be in the mathematics. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not there thinking how they could use the mathematics to go out there and build something which correct. could be life changing. You know correct. what I'm saying? They're out there thinking, ah, oh, can I be heady one? Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying, and not to yeah. say that okay, Heady One's a bad example. I mean, the guy is mm. doing great for himself. You know what I mean? But like, there's a wider spectrum than the mm-hmm. music or entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That we could yep. be a part of. You know, yep. but in some way, shape, or form, the media only shows the gla- glitz and glamour of the entertainment, and not so much of what we can bring to the table, um, let's say academically or, you know, in other um, types of ventures. Um, What would you say the agenda really is behind that type of systematic um, kind of, would I, would you use the word brainwashing of, of people? What what would you say? Do you know what? The the fact that you, you said something, which is uh, a full process, which I think I may have, dwindled um, thought of before but never really alluded to and that's the fact that if you actually showcase what what black people can do when they're in schools then they actually will start maybe paying attention to certain academic areas because then they'll have a passion to actually reach the end and utilize those skills to actually get something oh for sure bro that's it that's that's like 
that's that's like a mic drop. That's a mic drop right there. And I I feel like no, like the same way as to to answer your question, I think it's the reason why it isn't shown much. Like these people aren't shown um, these uh, prolific black figures is because if more of them are shown and more black people do start to feel um, empowered and know that they can do more, then the the, the shackles uh, which we are being shown in the media consistently start to loosen, if not fall straight off. And once they're loose, you can't be controlled. And if you can't be controlled, then they, they've already lost because we're already feared. That's mm. why there was a method of control to be implemented. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're already feared. We excel in so many different areas. So if that's the case, we need to then find the method of um, uh, that. It's the fact that we, the fact that me and me, you, me, you, and um, Richard can sit here and say to ourselves, you know, what? we know we're empowered beings. We know we're powerful. Mm. There's not many men out there, black men, who can sit there and say that. I mean, why, why do you why do you think that do you think that again? I know you just mentioned. Uh, yeah. Do you think our mindset has to change a bit? Do you think maybe we're lacking that belief uh, in ourselves that we can do something? Of course, of course. I think I think our thought processes have been um, tailored to believe our power is in money and yeah. cars and bling and having a banging chick on the side and Jeez. having them like four or five houses oh, you gotta have you gotta look, bro, 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 you gotta have the banging chick though that's yeah. a yeah, must yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, but you know what I mean I, I just feel like it's it's like the thing is certain times you have to think to yourself what would you rather have peace of mind and know that you've got a ride or die behind you to support yeah. you and your family and when you're at work she'll be drip feeding your children source knowledge yeah. and feeding them correctly and growing them correctly or would you just have the nice chick who just looks nice doesn't know how to even boil rice and ask for your credit card do you know what I mean yeah it's true because like, you look at a lot of music videos and stuff and you know a lot of them are the same it all involves you know like nice houses you know these nice girls correct. a lot of money so it's like okay we're you know, not just black artists, but I think artists in general mm. nowadays, you know, yeah. that, you know, that perception of your music video is going to be, you know, that luxury lifestyle. So yeah. in a way we're sort of yeah, feeding yeah, ourselves yeah. saying, okay, well, we're not just, as you said, maybe lacking that belief, but we've been told by mm-hmm. people like us that, mm-hmm. you know, to have a good life, you have to have this, this and this as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Correct. So correct, correct, correct. I think if our mindset changes a bit, as to maybe investing our uh, power, as you said, in, in different things that could benefit not just us, but people like our kids or our family members or the next generation, perhaps, um, that would work out a lot better? Of course, of course, 100%, man. I, and you know what? I, at certain times, I'd, I'd like to say, oh, you know what? It, the education system yeah. hasn't really helped that. And to be honest with you, it hasn't. But it, it also does start back at the home as well. Like, I, oh, I'll talk about the education system first, just because I think... In secondary school, I remember learning about slavery. Like in year nine, I think mm. that was the first time I started learning about slavery. And um, I remember seeing a black guy in shackles. I remember seeing this white guy in a um, like an embroidery jacket, nice captain's hat, and he's whipping <laughs> away at some guy. And I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my gosh, this is deep!" Like, and then I'm lifting my head up, looking around my class, and I'm seeing all my white friends, and I'm like, "Yo, this is your people. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know what I mean?" And, and the thing is, that's the same. That's one of the reasons why I don't watch these movies as well. Because mm. even when I watched American History X for the first time, and that um, the the oh, white nationalist that's a deep movie, to the guy to, to, and he curved his head, like dude, that's a deep. Oh, he's, he, dude, he, bro, he killed the guy doing that. You know, listen, he killed listen, the guy, bro. And I was I was so young, and I saw that, and I said, why? 
Bro. Like, it's, it's, it's inhumane to see things uh, like that. Bro, when I and saw so that, oh God. my goodness, I, I, I couldn't, like, it made me feel like I don't ever want to get into a fight because I wouldn't want anyone to do that to me. Like, that is At crazy. At that all, is bro. crazy. Like, how, that, that, you, you, the thing is, the more, the more you know, the more we were learning about this slavery situation and this, that, and the other, the more I was trying to comprehend how these people could have been so easy. Mm. And it's only when I got to a certain age that I could then differentiate the fact that it's not these people who are sitting around me who are the ones who have done this slavery. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's the other people in the past. There, it's, I, I shouldn't associate the two. But when you're that young and all you're finding out is that you've been oppressed and this has happened to you and you were taken from your home and you were made to work and they'd cut your foot off if you if you try to yeah, run to... and they feed you scrap, bro, it's it's a lot. And then mm. to, to come out of secondary school um, and be bombarded with movies and TV shows and these movies and TV shows are winning Oscars and Emmys and this, that, any other, the, the not glorification, but the, the constant display of black brutality. Yeah. If you constantly, if you constantly keep seeing horrific events, as time goes on, you desensitize yourself to it. Hundred percent. You detest. So if you imagine you're constantly showing a black guy being beaten up or killed or this, that, and the other, and you're saying that to another black guy, as much as he doesn't notice it, you actually are becoming desensitized to damaging another black guy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In a in a big loop of things, you actually aren't so um, removed from the fact that you can actually harm another black person and it will be fine. But then you would never think to harm another white person. And and when we're in school, the full process is, oh yeah, a white guy will probably call the police. Yeah. A white guy would snitch. Oh, this that, dude, you also go and call the police. No, and no, it's true. It's what? true. It's Why true. Not? You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. And so these concepts, man, um, bro, I just just need to, I want the script to change. I need the script to change. We need to see what happened before this period of time. I'm not trying to say let's forget about um, slavery. Let's forget about um, this situation with Ridwell. I'm not saying that at all because certain people have have been through a lot and they deserve to have their stories told. Mm. But let's also talk about these other stories. And this, and when I mentioned earlier on about the parents, so essentially, and this isn't to bait up my parents or to bait up any any family or this that any other, but my parents grew up with the thought process that the white man is magic. Like he's yeah, done yeah. so many marvels, he's created airplanes, he's done this that <laughs> and the other, and blah blah. So when they're talking to me, they're also telling me, oh yeah, you know what, the white man has done so well, and in Ghana they're just foolish. They're just killing each other and robbing <laughs> yeah. each other, and it's cor- the, the politics are corrupt and this that, and and the politics are also corrupt here. Yeah. They just know how to they just know how to hide it. Yeah, that's it. And, oh, yeah. and black people have also like invented Africa, stuff. Like, it's so blatant. It's, I think it's so blatant in Africa when they're actually sort of being corrupt, whereas here. Um, they've got ways which you know it's, it's less obvious to the, to the public. Whereas over there, I think they're very sort of open about what they do to get their money and stuff like that. Really, that's it. That's it. That's it. They don't let you know. This is like listen. I've spent a hundred grand to send my kids abroad to yeah. go and study. Yeah, that's it. And I just bought myself a Lexus, and I'll drive right past your house <laughs> where, you no, where you have no lights. And I'll go free. But that's 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 the, that's sadly that's how we. That's, that's what I always heard when I was growing up. It was, you know, the black guys, we, we just run around and we sell drugs and we just want to live a fast life and have money and this, that, and the other. Mm. But that's because that's what they see and that's what they've been told. But mm. then when you get to a certain point, the same with religion, it's a, you get to a certain point and you can start asking questions and then you can start finding answers. 
And yeah. once you do find the answers and you've asked the right question, it's then up to you and whoever else you have alluded this information to to then, uh, how do I say, filter that information and dispense it to everybody so that they can also know this information. Yeah. If it's fact, to filter and dispense. Like, if it's, if, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, go and start um, fabricating information in order to empower people really, really. I'm saying if you find out information on black people who have done amazing things, so, just like I'm seeing on Instagram, which is why social media is a blessing and a curse. People are sending out, like I follow these people called um, Black Black Excellence or whatever it is on Instagram, mm-hmm. and they're putting up things about um, black people in history who have done some amazing things. And I'm constantly looking at it thinking, wow, black person actually did that. Black person actually did this. This is crazy. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking, as a young person, if I had seen this, would I have paid more attention in Moscow? Would I have been more, would I have maybe taken another course? Because when I was little, I wanted to be Eddie Murphy or Will Smith. And then I got a little bit older, I wanted to have a family like Michael Kyle. Yeah, no, where's no, Eddie, mate. Bro, where's Eddie Murphy, Will Smith and Michael Kyle for this generation? You know, what's crazy is that, have you noticed how they were all systematically taken off TV? Bruv. All Trouble, of these. Bravo. Mate, I mean, I just was so shocked. Like, they were all, one day, we, we could watch all of these shows you know mm-hmm. what I mean like sequentially even you knew what slots you know what yeah, I mean like just bro, to sit one there on one, one on one all of us my wife and kids all back bro. to back to back to back you bro. know what I mean <laughs> you know and bro. then um, it's all just all just gone I mean I remember someone telling me about this last year they were saying how um, basically it was too empowering of like you're showing black families in a way the white media didn't one you know so yeah. this is what i was told yeah i mean this is what yeah, i was told yeah, by yeah, somebody. That makes sense, man. yeah i mean so it's one of those ones where it's just like i was just told that like look too many white kids were watching this and feeling yeah. like hey i want a family like this this looks cool this looks fun and yeah, 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 yeah. that got back to nickelodeon that got back to <laughs> trouble tv and yeah, yeah, sequentially yeah. i mean even after taking the shows off, they start to lock off the whole um, channel. <laughs> you yeah, know bro, what I'm saying? They're gone. They're, they're gone. Brother, trouble, all of them ones. They're gone. gone. BET's lucky it's still alive. Very lucky. Very lucky. Bro. You know what I mean? But then that's like, the thing. BET's still about, but they ain't, like, the one show which I think is still trying to fly the flag, which I only watched recently, was Blackish. Have you seen Blackish? Oh, yeah, no, I've seen that. Yeah. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Like, I respect them so high because, like I said, in this day and age, there ain't many, but nah. I feel like it still isn't, um, it's still not up there in the levels of Fresh Prince, all of us. But I, and I don't know if it's because of my age, I don't know if it's because I'm not as glued to the TV as much or whatever it is, but I don't feel like Blackish gets enough visual, um, not even visual, enough media attention. Uh, it's not, it's not out there enough. You know no, what I mean? it's not. It's just more of it. Like, if you have Netflix and you know, then you know. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? It's, for it's real, one of those kind real. of things. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those things. You know, it's mad, mad. It's one of those things, like, you know, it's a shame that that's where we are where it comes to media. Whereas it's more like, if you know, then you know. And if you can spread the word, that would be great. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's the thing. I, I will say that um, uh, when you were talking about. Um, changing the stereotypes and you know i think there's a um so there's a, a movement that i'm part of called 56 black men um 
which is basically uh, there's 56 of us and we take a pictures in hoodies and all of us are in different vocations away from um, football, music, film, and this, that, and the other. I myself a business consultant, um, as well as a script and songwriter. And it's to showcase uh, um, to uh, the younger generations and to the older that we can do more than what we've been stereotyped to be doing, um, as well as to let the younger generation know that you don't have to follow in the steps of some of the other the celebrities. You don't. Have, that's not the only way in order to be successful in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's it's a good movement. And the thing is, there are things like this out there. But again, at the moment, we've only got a thousand followers or whatever it is. And I'm sure if we had a woman on our Instagram with her breasts out, we'd have had a million in a week. You know?